Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 16th of June of the year 2020. Celebrations today include the Day of the African Child, which has been celebrated on June the 16th since the year 1991. And in that time, nobody has specified if it's a particular African child, African children in general, or a throne the African child that gets passed down each year after an arcane selection process from African child to African child. <laughs> if it was a specific African child, Alice, presumably it would now be the day of the African adult. <laughs> well, that is a point of clarity. That's a point of, of specification. Uh, speaking of which, welcome back to the show. Our celebrity celebrity, Mr Andrew Zaltzman, has come back from a pedantry tour of the Outer Cotswolds. Yes. How was that? Yeah. It wasn't just the outer Cotswolds, it was also the outer inner Cotswolds, let me make that clear. Well, coming up, we will be talking all the latest in political scandal news, but first some headlines of stories that we don't have time for. In the news today, the Bakers Union has risen up in protest against home baking during the coronavirus lockdown, saying that if people can make sourdough on their own, what's the point of us even? Uh, home bakers have responded by continuing to bake at home. <laughs> Are you baking at all, Andrew? Well, not 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 personally, but I, I like the I like the idea that the baking industry has has risen up in protest with the you know the the, the yeast <laughs> of of dissatisfaction to create the lovely bread of protest. That's all the time we have for our headlines of stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy. 
The Japanese tea ceremony is a cultural ceremony steeped in history that dates back as far as the 14th century. The basic tools you'll need to host a Japanese tea ceremony at home are matcha green tea powder, which is a special form of very high quality Japanese tea leaves that are powdered down into a very fine powder. Uh, you put them in the bottom of a bowl and you add hot water and whisk it into a frothy tea. The problem uh, here that people make when they're making a Japanese tea ceremony at home is that they use water that is too hot or they use too much water. What you want is water that is around 60 degrees, depending on the quality of tea, occasionally 80 degrees if it's not such high quality, and you add that in about half a glass. You add about half a glass of quite warm water before you whisk your tea ceremony uh, and relax into the calm of Japanese culture. That's 60 degrees, half a glass of water. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ads for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Your top story today, all the latest in political scandal news brought to you by our political scandal correspondent, Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. What's happening? Well, a hell of a lot of scandal going on around the world, um, Alice. Uh, obviously, some of these stories have been covered up by the uh, obsession with the, the virus throughout the year. Um, and under pressure, Brazilian President uh, Bolsonaro uh, is under further uh, pressure uh, after it turns out that he sold uh, 100,000 square kilometres of the Amazon rainforest to Dubai-based Saudi-Russian tech billionaire Sheikh Bola Kaczynski. Uh, <laughs> the forest is currently being shipped to the pointless Gulf City on Brazilian military ships, despite the protests of environmentalists, naturalists, other wildlife areas, and indigenous tribes who are not used to living on warships. Uh, Bolsonaro is uh, also uh, under fire for trying to pass a new law banning the discussion of the consequences of his actions and his term of office uh, for the next 150 years. So, uh, yeah, and that, that is going to run and run in Brazil. Uh, in Poltrovia, a huge scandal here, actually. Uh, it's turned out that the country is entirely fictitious, <laughs> but still managed to get a $275 million World Trade Organization loan for a tidal power plant. Uh, the scandal has led to the president of the non-existent country claiming he's now been forced out in a military coup and uh, seeking uh, asylum, even though technically he doesn't exist. <laughs> Here in, in Britain, obviously, we've... Uh, had scandal after scandal during lockdown. And uh, the Prime Minister here, Boris Johnson, is under further fire after a, yet another one of his chief advisers uh, has been accused of breaking lockdown regulations. Uh, Cochinilla Jimson Wharf is accused <laughs> of attending an exorcism during lockdown. Um, she's claimed there's a loophole that neither she nor her partner 
were medically or, or ecclesiastically qualified to perform the exorcism in their home and that they were worried that if they did not perform the exorcism in time their child would have developed uh, full-blown ADPS, uh, which, of course, stands for apostatic diabolus possession syndrome. So, I mean, the, the <laughs> thing is, it's just further evidence. They were just young... following their instincts well, as exactly. parents. Exactly. You know, you know? One rule for one, another rule for another. Um, but fortunately, the, 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 I mean, the important thing is the child in question is now fully free of all demons. Um, <laughs> Canada, uh, not a natural, uh, natural home for... Uh, scandal of course but uh, you might have heard of the Canada Canonette scandal uh, <laughs> allegations of cahootism between uh, Canadian billionaire political lobbyist uh, Grindle Cockfire and uh, the Russian <laughs> government um, with suggestions that the small city of Brandon Manitoba is now a fully fledged Russian military base uh, with a 40 metre high statue of Vladimir Putin in it. Um, Cockfire has brushed off uh, suggestions that his late father Persephonus Cockfire Jr., the renowned oil magnate, now lies alongside Lenin in the mausoleum in Red Square <laughs> in Moscow, although he has admitted that he has bought enough priceless Catholic relics from cash-strapped European churches to build an entire saint out of old body parts using uh, non-trackable Russian ruble notes. So, uh, but, I mean, he claims he won them in a game of cribbage against Roman Abramovich, so it's probably fine. So, uh, big scandal in Canada, that. Uh, though. And, of course, the United States of America... But it's quite hard, Alice, for any political scandal to get traction in the USA, given that the USA is now itself just a full-blown political scandal, uh, <laughs> dating back to 2016, 2000 maybe, 1776 probably. Uh, but this has had some uh, some news minutes this week. Minnesota Governor Chag Husgart is under fire for adding uh, 8.2 million dead Republican voters to the electoral roll in the, in the, in the key swing state, oh. claiming an ancient bylaw that allows uh, allows the dead to vote. I mean, after what happened in January in Italy, I think we... Uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad outcome for Italy yeah. there with the glitch that allowed babies to vote on iPads. Yes, visionary in many ways. The thing to remember about dead people is that most dead people were racists. There is that, and you know, he, Husgard is facing questions of why is it only dead Republicans who have been put back on to the to the electoral roll, and he's claimed that, well, that's just coincidence and, that, you know, statistically, you know, in such an evenly split state, it's just unlucky that the first 8.2 million names chosen were all registered <laughs> Republican voters uh, from uh, from around the USA. So it's, it's um, yeah, but I mean, I guess we've got to expect these this, this kind of thing. Elections, uh, you know, you don't win an election by fair means these days, do you? You've just got to find a way. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's that or, or trying to bribe the bot farmers. Yeah, and I mean that's that, that's getting more and more expensive, and you know people are tightening their belts in the in the current climate. It's actually a lot easier to just uh, put 8.2 million dead people on the electoral roll. Well, at this point, you know, the agriculture sector relies so much on subsidies that the bot farmers are just expecting to be paid enormous amounts of money. Uh, so it's almost impossible to, to outbid all of the people who are throwing money at them. Well, it's a, it's obviously the problem with, with farming in times of, of plenty, you have, an, you have an excess. And now there is a, you know, a, a, a tweet mountain of unused bot-generated tweets that can't actually have any impact because there's, there's too much bot-generated material on Twitter, so there's this massive kind of stockpile, and they're just going to have to gradually use it over the next 250 years. So, you know, 250 years from now, people will still be getting strange bot-generated tweets complaining about the left-wing media conspiracy to, to to stitch up Donald Trump. But that's, you know, just guess the way things are. <laughs> well, I know Donald Trump has always longed for immortality, and if he can get it through bot farms, that's a way to get it. <laughs> 
Well, that's all the time we have for your top story today. Thank you so much, Andrew Zaltzman, for your fabulous scandal correspondence there. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and guest, that's you today, Andrew. Hi. I've written one absolutely brilliant fan fiction about Dancy Lagarde in which they live a double life as their own twin but with creamier breasts. Is there an alternate reality in which I can get this published thanks a loyal fan? Creamier? Look, creamier. Creamier, right. Creamier breasts. Okay. What did you think I said? I just wasn't sure. I've just not heard those two words next to each other um, before. But I mean, you haven't been reading Dancy Lagarde if you don't know about creamy breasts. <laughs> Obviously not. I, I, for one, go through a Dancy Lagarde every time a new Dancy Lagarde is published, which is to say every four days. <laughs> In terms of fan fiction, I, uh, we obviously cannot support the production of fan fiction, but uh, it's been very successful um, in both the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which very famously was uh, originated as Twilight fan fiction, and then the subsequent Fifty Shades of Beige, which was fan fiction about Fifty Shades of Grey, and then Twilight, uh, the, the last Twilight book, which was fan fiction about Fifty Shades of Grey, and therefore also about itself. Did you know that the new Twilight book is actually just the first Twilight book but said from the perspective of, of the vampire? Oh, right. Uh, no, I haven't fully come up. But, I mean, fan fiction's got a great history. Obviously, the, um, the New Testament being the ultimate ultimate example, really. That was basically <laughs> fan fiction from certain perspectives. Well, actually, uh, there's recent research suggests that um, up to two-thirds of Charles Dickens's stories were actually fan fiction that he himself wrote about about his own made-up characters. That's a fact. <laughs> he just loved his own work. Loved his own work. Real up himself, Dickens. That's what they always said about him. Charles up himself, Dickens. The original Chuck D. Very famously did a lot of tours where he did readings from his own book, but what they don't say is that uh, he did them with a full erection. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much he enjoyed his own work. And that's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. Thank you so much for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this leap year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest on today's podcast was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. If you enjoy his Andrew Zaltzmaning celebrity celebrity work, you can listen to him on episode 35, episode 43 and episode 57. Uh, some prime Andrew Zaltzman episodes there, some of his best work. Andrew, uh, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Wonderful correspondenting as ever. Have you got anything to plug? I've got a new TV series out uh, this week, uh, Alice. It's called HRI, short for History Repeats Itself, and it's uh, basically celebrity <laughs> historical reenactments. And we're looking at how different history would have been if today's celebrities had been making the big decisions at the big moments in history. Uh, this week, I'm playing the role of American President Franklin D. Roosevelt at the Yalta Conference in uh, 1945 uh, as the, uh, the post-Second World War carve-up began. Uh, former Formula One driver Rubens Barrichello is in the place of Winston Churchill and uh, singer Miley Cyrus is in uh, Joseph Stalin's chair. The results... Well, I'm like, I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say it's lucky it was only a TV show. Uh, next week... <laughs> Second episode, I'm in the shoes of Darius III as I take on Alexander the Great stand in Sigourney Weaver at the Battle of Gorgamella in 331 BC. And uh, 
well, again, without wishing to divulge too much and give too many spoilers, uh, well, let's just say someone stole some very scary props from some of their early films. And, uh, of course, coming up in a couple of weeks, it's the big one. Real-life celebrity couple Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi see if the uh, Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn saga can have a slightly less choppy ending. So it's a terrific series. I'll be sure to tune into that. Let's just hope it doesn't coincide with one of the randomly assigned tentacle hours. Uh, yes. Because that's, that's a great loss to television. Yep. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Uh, my special Savage is streaming on Amazon Prime or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say... Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.